I'm standing at the corner of Mount Elliott and McNichols in northeast Detroit. An unassuming machine shop sits here now in the middle of a vast industrial landscape. This is where, 70 years ago, a different company manufactured some of the parts for the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima. It is an atomic bomb. It is a harnessing of the basic power of the universe. The force from which the sun draws its power has been loosed against those who brought war to the Far East. That was President Truman's speech to the American public the day the bomb dropped. The manufacturing for Little Boy, as the atomic bomb was codenamed, was split strategically among three locations. The Naval Gun Factory in Washington, D.C., Expert Dye and Tool, which operated out of Detroit, and the Naval Ordnance Plant in Centerline, Michigan. Los Alamos was filled with scientists, uh, a few engineers, but no one who, uh, who could produce anything. That's Roger Mead, retired archivist historian for Los Alamos National Laboratory, the facility that was tasked with designing the two atomic bombs used in Japan. And so they looked at Detroit for two reasons. One, it was a huge labor pool for skilled labor, particularly machinists and draftsmen. And some of it was just the capacity to work on large pieces of steel. Mead says Michigan played a significant role in manufacturing not only Little Boy, but the atomic bomb's counterpart, Fat Man, used in Nagasaki. But Michigan manufacturers didn't know what they were working on. So it was a tap dance of a sort about here are these specialized uh, uh, sorts of di- designs and drawings. Uh, they're for the war effort. And by the way, uh, don't be talking about it. Uh, but at no time would there have been a link to the Manhattan Project uh, per se. During World War II, the government heavily solicited the support of every manufacturer of consumer goods. Here's President Franklin Roosevelt in one of his fireside chats. So I appeal to the owners of plants, to the managers, to the workers, to our own government employees, to put every ounce of effort into producing these munitions swiftly and without stint. We must be the great arsenal of democracy. No city stepped up like Detroit did. That's Greg Sumner, professor of history at University of Detroit Mercy and author of Detroit in World War II. Every industrial enterprise from the the big auto companies as well as every little tool and die shop, it seems, uh, converted almost overnight to war production. And it paid off. It was just uh, the ultimate boom town of World War II. And uh, there was a population explosion here. Jobs were plentiful. There were streetcar systems, some of them running one per minute, loaded with war workers and soldiers. Detroit was really hopping, and what made it happen was war work. Sumner says Detroiters were making good wages, but they also felt that they were part of something important. Pearl Harbor was such a shock to the country that I think... 98% of the public was behind what needed to be done. Robert Jacobs, nuclear historian and professor at the Hiroshima Peace Institute, says Little Boy was only the beginning. This was the first weapon people could cobble together. You know, it had duct tape on it. Once it was used and we saw that it worked that effectively, uh, within 10 years we had weapons that had capacities to kill way beyond anything that that you can understand by looking at this city. Jacob says at the time of the bombing, Hiroshima was primarily populated by women, children, and elderly people. The military headquarters was destroyed, but this is essentially an administrative building. Um, But what was really destroyed was homes and neighborhoods, primarily. 
Jacob says the effects of Little Boy will linger far into our future. Because of the success of this weapon, uh, we and other countries produced nuclear weapons on such a vast scale that we have created this vast production of the most toxic materials in the world that will remain uh, ecologically dangerous to human life and to other life for hundreds of thousands and in some cases millions of years. That's what I think will be seen as its truly lasting legacy. The machinists of Detroit who helped to create Little Boy had no idea that the parts they were crafting would be used to end the war in this way, nor did they realize that their efforts would help mark the beginning of the atomic age. I'm Shelby Jopi, WDET News.